Welcome to Win with Richardson and Richardson. What's important now? Success in business most often comes down to hard work, not by silver bullets and quick fixes. It's knowing where to focus that hard work that's key to winning. Join sales prospecting expert and three-time seven-figure business founder, Carrie Richardson, and managing partner of R&R Consulting and former owner of Doberman Technologies, Ian Richardson, for radical honesty regarding strategic planning, accountability, and execution that will get you the systematic results you're working toward. Let's get into today's episode. Thought leader and your host, Carrie Richardson. Hello and welcome to Win. I'm your host, Ian Richardson from Richardson and Richardson Consulting. And today I'm joined by Scott Davis of LionGuard. Scott's an innovative senior technology professional. He's got 20 years in leading infrastructure and network security compliance for organizations of all sizes. Scott serves as the senior sales engineer with LionGuard, bringing that in-depth knowledge of multiple year business planning, cyber planning, technology documentation and planning, designs of workflows, project management, and networks to MSPs all around the globe. He's an active member in security uh, and in the security and compliance teams with LionGuard. He's got deep knowledge of PCI, HIPAA, NIST, GDPR, CCPA, and a whole bunch of multiple letter acronyms that I will never learn by heart. Scott uh, has the ability to quickly identify and develop plans to bring organizations into compliance with those regulations. In addition to being part of LionGuard, Scott also teaches at Harrisburg University in New Pass, produces a weekly podcast called The Morning Breach, and is president of the Cybersecurity Association of Pennsylvania. And speaking as a lifelong insomniac, I recognize my fellows. Scott, how you doing today? I'm doing well. How are you? Hey, man, I'm awesome. I'm awesome. I just want to say thank you right at the top for taking some time to join us here on WIN. Absolutely. We, we, uh, we always follow a format here on WIN. We're talking about what's important now. And the things that I've found over 20 years in business is challenges, achievements, and opportunities are what we all care about. And Scott, when we were talking before the show, you had mentioned a couple of different challenges, and, and they're deeply related to you both personally and professionally. You've got a nonprofit that you're trying to get off the ground, and meanwhile, while you're juggling that, you've got LionGuard and figuring out the best way to go after operational advantage. Talk to us about those. Yeah, so obviously hitting professional first, you know, finding that operational knowledge, the operational advantage is always a challenge for every MSP that I've worked in, I've consulted with, or I get to work with on a daily basis from across the globe. It's how do you get to that level? How do you get to that point? And when we look at what operational advantage really is, and it, it's that line in the sand that's almost between reactive and proactiveness, because you can't find operational advantage if all you're doing is chasing the fire truck, listening to the fire sirens. When you get to a point that you become that proactive MSP, you're able to flip that switch, <clears throat> that's when you really have that opportunity of being that operational advantaged MSP. And that's where you gain the legs on your competition that are still trying to figure out where the light switch is or where the next fire is they have to fight. So as far as 
as far as the Lion Guard, Lion Guard world, you know, that's really the challenge that I think everyone at Lion Guard is really working hard to f- facing. When I look at personally, it's building that nonprofit. You know, sharing education, being a part of the community has always been a passion of mine. You know, insomnia, 100 percent. The kids get to bed. I'm back down here on the computer. If it's working on X, working on Z, preparing class notes for the next class that I'm teaching, whatever. It's really about, you know, continuing to share and drive that education. And that's really what the passion has been in the formation of the nonprofit or Cybersecurity Association of Pennsylvania. We saw a need, myself and two other good friends of mine in the space, of you know a good cybersecurity association and across the Commonwealth that actually is knowledgeable and isn't just some people that you know through the the name of oh we're the cybersecurity association and they have no idea about cybersecurity. Mm-hmm. So facing the challenge of obviously building a nonprofit from start, going through the process of building membership, building a name brand. And building recognition has absolutely been a huge challenge. Yeah, getting that, uh, getting the legitimacy in the eyes of potential funders, potential participants, potential membership has got to be just uh, an absolute bear of a hurdle to clamber over. And then, meanwhile, you know, the the operational advantage just resonated deep down into my soul before. Uh, Joining and co-founding Richardson and Richardson, I like to refer to myself as a recovering MSP owner. <laughs> and there's that constant battle around value proposition. IT is a relationship game, but there's a transactional mindset that can occur with what did you do for me today? Mm-hmm. And being able to plug into that into that customer's space and be a not only the person who fixes the printer when it goes down. And hey, it's that team that noticed the server was down in the middle of the night and came out and fixed it. But being someone who can come in and say, hey, here's data, here's analysis, here's trends that are going on in your industry, in your building. Let's talk about that. How can we help you achieve your goals? That's that's becoming part of the team instead of a vendor. That's partner versus vendor right there. No, 100%. And just touching, you know, continuing that piece of it is that utilizing that line guard depth of data or that line guard deep data. You know, line guard is a very unique position or product that you can bring into your stack because of that depth and the scope of data that is captured and what we allow you to do with that data. And it use out of that line guard deep data that opens up the door and helps you find that operational advantage. And when you discover that deep data, you yourself as an MSP, you find that achievement. Like if you're an MSP watching this today, your challenge was finding the operational advantage, bringing LionGuard in shows you that achievement with that deep data where you can now stop being the reactive person, stop trying to do your best practice audits to make sure no one's opened up port 3389 or turned off intrusion detection. LionGuard data is doing that for you automatically on a daily basis and telling you when the thresholds that matter to you have swayed away. The other achievement, you know, switching back over to the personal life, you know, building that nonprofit, building that legitimacy, building that brand. You know, I think we hit a milestone really back in June when we were invited to testify uh, to a joint session of the PA House and the PA Senate. And that was on the PA breach notification laws. Now, an interesting thing on PA breach notification laws is they were written before the iPhone came out. 
They were written before ransomware was a <laughs> So when we talk about the need and the urgency to update a piece of legislation, that one's right up there. Oh yeah, huge, <laughs> huge. That's it. That doesn't even doesn't even have it. It's it's probably referring to computer viruses versus any. When's the last time someone actually had a computer virus versus a uh, versus an encryption? algorithm running on their machine or a data extraction tool there is no computer virus anymore <laughs> yeah and some of the stats that i presented it was like in 2005 there was only 157 data breaches reported in the united states and you look at where we are today you know the 2021 verizon data breach investigations report i think had 5212 data breaches recorded with over 1.1 billion records. Like oh, the world has changed so much since the breach notification law was written and it still doesn't cover the primary aspect of businesses. It was really still focused on government. So one thing that I want to dive into there, you, you got invited to speak to the state legislature, which is a huge achievement. And by the way, I just want to say like kudos because now I've got another another person in my network who I can say, hey, I'm legitimate because I know this guy. <laughs> but uh, I, I have to imagine quite a few of the subscribers are curious, well, hey, how did that how did that come to fruition? Would you mind diving in about like what was what was kind of the timeline around getting that opportunity and being able to capture it? Uh, well, I think it started with my local house rep. Um, I do know who he is. I do talk to him on a regular basis. Uh, and actually, before he was elected, you know, we were friends. Uh, actually, the MSP mm -hmm. I worked at and his office uh, is actually in the same building. So we became friends over the years. He knew I knew technology. And when I saw the Senate bill come out of this new breach notification law, I scheduled a meeting with them. You know, it all starts with meeting with your local representatives, letting them know where you're an expert. Because let's be honest, legislators are not experts at everything out there. And they will regularly come up with bills and things like that that they really don't understand. And their constituents can educate them. You know, don't go in there like, oh, you know, hard body, like you have to do it my way. I know it like <laughs> be respectful of them and try to educate them. I think everyone in cybersecurity is an educator first, because the hardest thing about selling your product, selling your your business model is educating why you have to sell it and why they need the way you're doing it. And, you know, so I got that opportunity to pitch to that joint session simply because I walked in, you know, the door, I introduced, I educated my state legislator. He wasn't even on the panel that I testified in front of, uh, but it was enough to have him introduce me to the next person that ultimately allowed me that opportunity or allowed the Cybersecurity Association of Pennsylvania the opportunity to testify with three other people in that joint session. So being being willing to uh, being willing to essentially pick up the phone and call someone and yeah. say, hey, I noticed you're doing this thing. I've got some thoughts. I've got expertise. Here's here's who I am. Here's who I represent. You just got to be willing to you got to be willing to ask. And uh, it resonates the uh, the old line that you're going to miss 100 percent of the shots you don't take. Absolutely. I love it. I love it. 
Well, we we stampeded right from challenge into achievement, and we always we always move on to opportunity. And you've got a couple of pretty big ones that you're pursuing right now. Again, uh, recognizing that Scott's a, a fellow insomniac, I'm certain half of these happen during the workday, and half of these happen at 2 a.m. But you're looking to uh, continue to educate and grow the cybersecurity space in Pennsylvania through your nonprofit, but then also nation and worldwide through your speaking engagements that you do routinely. But you, you've also got a uh, an interesting thing that you're that you're doing over at LionGuard. So tell us uh, tell us first about that mission of education, and then I'd love to hear about what you and LionGuard have cooking as a uh, as a member, a longtime member of the Partner Advisory Council for LionGuard. I usually hear about this stuff a little bit early, but I, I think you're all going to hear it at the same time I am today. <laughs> all right. Well, there's no trade secrets, nothing like that on releasing, because to be honest, I usually find out about it when it comes to product release notes, you know, two days before we release it. Uh, <laughs> but the reality is, you know, educating and growing the cyber community, that's, I think, truly a huge passion of mine. Because I love sharing the knowledge, I love sh- you know helping others you know get their feet up and grow into the space. I think that's why I, you know I am successful and why I was successful you know being an adjunct professor at Harrisburg University New Pass. Why I've been successful with the mentoring that I've done. You know people looking to get into the cybersecurity space, but ultimately just growing and sharing that knowledge, that experience is absolutely the huge opportunity that isn't just in front of me, but is in front of everyone that's watching this today. You know, we all are the smartest people at something. And sharing what you're the smartest person in with others helps them grow to an equal level or, you know, a closer level than you. But also understanding that you're not an expert in everything and listening to them and learning what they have to share. I just was uh, talking to uh, a good friend, Matt Lee. I'm sure everyone here knows that name. Um, and you know, it's that same sort of thing. It's like every time I talk to him, I learn something new. And he always calls me or messages me after. He's like, I didn't know that. Like, I love talking because we both learn every time we get together, which is probably dangerous for a lot of people out there. Uh, oh. <laughs> as far as the lion guard thing goes, you know, one of the opportunities I see, and it fits into that educating model, is trying to do additional training videos, trying to dig a little bit deeper into how my past experiences as an MSP, how I've utilized LionGuard, and trying to put together some longer webinars instead of those quick little five minute, you know, five minute or less ones. So one of my really try to do a longer video, almost like a boot camp style. Uh, really, like if you want to know how to do this process or how I did it, then this is how LionGuard can help you do it too. Yeah, that uh, that opportunity for not only automation but predictable outcomes by <laughs> using software when you're doing a what what can only be described as a very human interaction, like a a strategic business meeting, a quarterly business review, whatever you might talk about it that account management procedure where you're going into your customer and saying this is the state of the world this is the uh, the patterns and trends we're seeing here's the risks and constraints that might to hamper our business here's what we can do to increase performance and drive the business forward you're creating value and alignment between yourself and your customer 
and being able to make that predictable as well as show data instead of just feelings is a huge, huge benefit to uh, not only to, to LionGuard partners, but the customers mm-hmm. of LionGuard value that too. And when you're able to deliver value to your customer's customer, that's the real, like that's the non-obvious solution and the non-obvious value proposition that just creates win after win after win. All day long. Absolutely. Scott, uh, I think uh, I want to I want to say how people can get a hold of you. If, you. if you're interested in talking with Scott more, you can find him on uh, on LinkedIn. His profile name is Scott R. Davis, PA, or they could go to scottrdavis.com, correct? That is correct. And you happen to know off the top of your head where you're speaking at next? Um, I know I am scheduled for a cybersecurity summit the end of September. I know I'm heading up to Quebec, Canada, uh, the end of September for a speaking opportunity with LionGuard. Uh, but I think the next place you can see me live is DattoCon in Washington, D.C. Hey, there we go. Right in the, right in the nation's capital. And uh, the Morning Breach is Scott's video podcast. Is that uh, available wherever podcasts are sold? Uh, well, not really selling them. Uh, it's typically <laughs> YouTube uh, or themorningbreach.com. Trying to get back into those. There was a little bit of a delay as we bought a new house moving over. Uh, and you know, even being an insomniac you run against, there's still only 24 hours a day. Uh, so getting those back up and running is definitely uh, on the list. Hey, third opportunity that we found just through conversation. Scott, I really appreciate you joining us today. For those of you watching, you can view you can view more uh, videos and listen to other episodes of What's Important Now on the Richardson and Richardson website, which is rr.consulting. You can also consume blogs, download white papers, and see what Carrie and I are up to out in the world. I'm available on LinkedIn, and uh, we really, really appreciate you consuming this podcast and continuing to support our content. Until next time, take it easy. You've been listening to Win with Richardson and Richardson. What's important now? We're so glad you've joined us and know you're one step closer to winning big in your business too. We'd love to connect with you outside of the show. If you have any questions or comments, please reach out to connect at rnr.consulting. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast so you'll easily know when new episodes are available. Until next time, you can win and we're here to help.